Hey everyone, I'm Jen Garrett and welcome to the Move the Ball podcast. On this podcast, we are going to talk about how to succeed in business and in life by putting winning strategies into practice to help you advance faster. So if you're looking to move forward and reach that next level of greatness, then you are in the right place. Now get ready. Let's suit up, show up and move the ball. Hey everyone, Jen Garrett here. It's so great to be back with you on another episode of Move the Ball. This episode is part of my special Path to the Draft series, where I am having conversations with NFL draft prospects on their path to the draft. So today, inside the huddle with us and ready to share his story and talk about his path to the draft is Deshante Jones. Deshante is a wide receiver who played at Iowa State University leading the team with 76 receptions for 877 receiving yards and two touchdowns. His 76 catches is the second best season total in school history, and he ranks eighth in the Cyclone record book for receiving yards. Deshante was second in the Big 12 Conference this year, and he ended his college football career ranking second in school history with 184 receptions, fifth with 2,052 receiving yards, and tied ninth for touchdown catches with 12 touchdowns. Deshante. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you being here with me today. I know you have a busy training schedule. You're busy working really hard, getting ready for the draft. So I want to kick off our conversation by talking about you playing wide receiver. I mean, you had an amazing senior year. And tell us, what was it about you that makes you an elite wide receiver? And what separates you from the others out there? I think for me, it's just about, like, I think I, I have the a good ability to like, get in and out of breaks really quickly and really faster than uh, other dudes. And a lot of times, a lot of receivers, it's, it's hard for them to do that, and it, and it takes a while to do that. But with me, it just comes pretty natural. So I think that's what pretty much separates me from a lot of different people is just my ability to be able to run routes and to be able to get in and out of breaks and get in and out of routes. Okay, and some people have thought of you as a beacon of consistency, especially this past season. Share with us, what did you do throughout the week to ensure that you did have consistent performances from game to game? Yeah, so going into practices, I, I, I really treated those like game like game reps. You know, every time I, I went into practice, I was going full speed and looking the ball in and, you know, getting a lot of catches and a lot of reps and just to, to feel comfortable every day. So I don't have to go out there and think on Saturday. So throughout the week, you know, I'm catching a lot of passes, hitting the joke machines, doing a lot of um, film work, things like that, just to keep myself ready and consistently and, and prepared for, for Saturdays. And and um, that's what I did. I, I, I was so confident on Saturdays. Like, it, it just really felt like practice. Um, and catching the ball was pretty much routine. Like, the first one's always, you know, a little bit nervous, but after that, it's pretty much like second nature catching the football. So that's pretty much what I did, and my teammates counted on me to do that, so I, I was just ready for the opportunity. Now, let's step back. Tell us, how did you get into football? What was your path? I've been playing football since I was like five, maybe even four. I've been playing ever since I was little. I, I loved it. I was playing everything as far as safety, corner, running back, things like that. And I played a little bit of quarterback, but not much until I got to high school. So um, it was just always inside of me and always I was doing since I was young. So I think I just fell in love with it, you know, just as like growing up and watching it on TV. And what excites you about the game? I think the most exciting thing for me is it's just to be with my teammates and you know, going out there and seeing all the fans during the home games. I think that's like the best feeling, just running out of the tunnel 
and seeing all the fans uh, cheer for you at Iowa State. They're, they're so loyal. They'll, they will sit through anything, any type of weather for, for uh, the Cyclones. And that's pretty much like the best feeling, just coming out there and seeing all those fans support you. And now talk about a specific game. It's a couple years ago, October 7, 2017. Unranked Iowa State upsets number three ranked Oklahoma. And this is only the second time that Iowa State has beaten Oklahoma since 1961. And you guys did it without your starting quarterback. In fact, Kyle Kemp only had thrown two passes prior to coming into that game, yet he ended up throwing for 343 yards, three touchdowns. It's games like these that really made me fall in love with the game as a kid. So tell us, what was it like playing in that game? And what do you think really helped you guys to pull off the W? Oh, playing that game, man, it was it was a great atmosphere uh, going down to Norman and playing Oklahoma in, in that like historical stadium. Their fans are, are loud, energetic, and all, all of these things above. And uh, for us, it was just coming down there and, and just staying focused and, and just playing one play at a time. We knew how explosive their offense was and how good their defense was, and, and we never really got caught up in the moment. We just kind of kept playing and kept playing. I remember they got the ball first, uh, and they drove down in probably like, I don't know, 35 seconds. Then offense got out there, and we, uh, we had a three and out. And we gave them the ball back, and they went down and scored again. And it was 14-0, you know, by the blink of an eye. And, and all we kept just saying was just keep playing, keep playing, keep playing. And, and that's what we did. And, and sure enough, we, we came out with a win. Yeah, and you guys ended up being down 24-10 and then had just an amazing comeback. And I think it's that mental focus that is really key to that. Is there anything else that you would add to why you guys were able to to make that comeback? Yeah, all praise to Kyle and and, and Alan and those older guys and and Joe Lanning and guys like Keem and guys like Dave who made tremendous plays throughout that game. Uh, Marty Murdoch had a big touchdown in that game too, and, and the poise that Kyle had, you know, even when we went three and out, he kept the same composure, the same face, the same everything, even when we won to the last second. That's the thing you got to have in a quarterback is a guy who's composed and, and confident with everybody doing. And Allen, who had the game-winning touchdown catch, you know, who had a lot of a lot of opportunities in that game to catch uh, passes, and um, he made a lot of third-down catches, and Keem, who probably made one of the best plays of the game right before halftime, he called like a, a 35-yarder, which which got us a, a field goal right before halftime, which helped us tremendously. So just guys just playing a role and, and being able to play as a, together as a team. Defense was getting stops that we needed, and, and the offense came out and continued to push down the field and, and get points, and that's what we're doing. We just built out that confidence of each other. So I think pretty much – that game was pretty much all with teamwork. You know, everybody was making plays and everybody was doing a lot of different great things to help the team. Yeah, it was a great game. It was very, uh, very exciting. And definitely, I don't think a lot of people expected the comeback. So it was, just, it was pretty exciting. So let's talk about something that you do before each game. So on your cleats, you write the date, September 4th, 2012. Tell us, I know this date means so much to you, but what is the significance of that date for you and your brother, Keontae, who also plays at Iowa State? Yeah, that's the day my dad had passed away. My dad had never seen me play high school football on to up. So every game since high school, really, I, I always wrote that date on my cleats and sometimes on my pants, sometimes on my tape, too. It, it just gives him a reminder just to show him that, you know, me and Keontae are out here, you know, playing football for doing things that we love. And I know he's looking down at us. And, and so proud of, of what we're becoming, not only as athletes, but 
but as brothers and, and things like that. So I just pretty much do that just to honor my dad, just to see him actually look down on me and my brother while playing football. That's great. And I know that your dad is so very proud of you. So thank you for sharing that. And you know, for me, Move the Ball, the podcast, the book was all about being successful, not just on the field, but beyond the game as well. And uh, when your dad passed, you really stepped up to help with the family and you had to grow up fast. What was that like for you? Yeah, I lost my dad when I was in a freshman in high school. And, and I always tell people, like, I, I kind of lost my dad in like a pivotal moment in my life. For my dad passing away, I had to step up in that role and kind of be the father figure of the house and, you know, taking care of my little brother, my little sister, and, and doing things for my mom that, you know, regular freshman year high school students can't do. I just embraced that role and, and took that role in of, uh, of being a better big brother and a better son and just to continue to, you know, learn things that, that I didn't know. So I, I would say it helped me tremendously a lot just going off to college and being on my own. I think that, you know, I'm, I'm a lot farther along than a lot of teenagers my age. So just to continue to do that, I think that it's been a blessing. It's a blessing and a curse. You know, a lot of things happen for a reason. I'm enjoying life right now, happy where I am in life. And I just thank the Lord for everything that happened to me and my family. And I'm just going to continue to do what I do and, and be the man I am today. And I, I do believe that everything happens in our lives for a reason and a purpose, and it's there to really help us grow and, and be better people. So I appreciate you sharing that with us. Now, your brother also plays at Iowa State. He's a defensive back. How do you guys help each other to be better athletes? You both play different positions. You're on opposite sides of the ball, but you can help each other to be better at your respective positions. So what is it that you do to push one another? Yeah, so for me, it's just about just helping him do little things. You know, I, I'll try to give them key pointers on how our receivers run routes off of leverage and things like that and how they line up and just little key pointers. You know, you can't give them all the, the cues and all the clues to, to what a receiver do, but I try to give them little key pointers and to how to defend a lot of different things and just to keep them focused on the game and, and just to keep being able to get better. A lot of guys who have brothers and you're the older brother and they, you try to critique your little brother, they don't want to hear what you say, but I try to stick into his ear and continue to try to help him a lot. And I think that he's getting along with it and he's you know starting to understand it as he's getting older. We all need people that can help us to be better. And that's great that you can be a resource for your brother. Share with us, what is your most memorable game and why? I think the most memorable game for me this year against Texas, we ended up beating Texas off a, a walk-off kickoff. And that was the first time since I've been at Iowa State that I beat Texas. And on top of that, I had a career high in, in yardage and, and I had a career game. So uh, just being able to experience that, not only for uh, myself, but for my teammates and my coaches and, and the whole, you know, Iowa State Cyclone. And was there a coach in your life that gave you some really good advice that has always stuck with you? I think there's, there's a lot of different coaches who, you know, gave me a lot of advice. But recently, you know, Coach Shieldhouse, my receiver coach, a guy who came in, this was his first year of coaching receivers. He just kind of gave me the advice, try to lead the younger guys and try to, you know, bring out that different part of my game and a different part of element of my that needed to be bringing out not only in the past years, but it has to be like one of the best years I have because I have to lead the younger guys. So for him to uh, tell me that, you know, before the season and him always getting on me 
and practice and, and emphasizing um, how important practice is. Even Coach Campbell, I know Coach Campbell, he always talks about how I have to treat practice pretty much like a game. And, and that's what I did. And, and as you can see, I went out and had great games. And this season was, was definitely one of my best seasons. So pretty much Coach Shieldhouse and, and Coach Campbell for pushing me and, and challenging me to take that extra step with leadership and being able to go out and practice very hard so I can play very well on Saturdays. Well, it did work very well. And you had an amazing season. Congratulations again on a great way to finish the college career. So what I want to do now is I want to ask you a few fun questions to end the show. What's your favorite food? My favorite food is spaghetti. I like spaghetti and meatballs. My mom, every time I come home from, from school, she asks me what I want to eat. And the first thing I ever do is say spaghetti. It's easy. It's, it's great. It fills you up. So spaghetti is, is definitely my top. Okay. And I heard that you used to cook for your uh, siblings as well. So would you cook spaghetti or would you cook them something else? I would definitely cook spaghetti because it's so easy. It can be probably made in like 15 minutes. And, and sometimes when you cook, you don't want to wait that long. So spaghetti is definitely the, the, top, the top choice. It is a quick food to make it easy. <laughs> All right. How about what's your favorite football movie? Probably Friday Night Lights. Easy. No, that's a good one. How about what's your favorite professional sports team? Doesn't have to be football. When I was younger, I always liked the Rams. I don't know why. I think it was probably just the colors. And when I was little, my football team actually was with the Rams. So I think that just kind of like when I was little, I just kind of liked the team. And then you could be any superhero. Who would it be and why? I would definitely be Flash. I just really would want to run as, as fast as anything. Just for Flash, just being able to run that fast and go to different spots so quickly, um, I would just love to be Flash. Sure. And lastly, tell us, how can people follow you on your path to the draft and beyond? What social channels are you on? Um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at djones with two S's, three. That's on both Twitter and Instagram. Okay, and we will make sure to have those in the show notes so you guys can follow Deshante on his journey. And Deshante, thanks so much for being on the show today. Yeah, thank you. And thanks for having me. Yeah, I wish you much success in the draft and in this next chapter. And thanks to everyone for listening to today's episode. And we'll catch you next time. Until then, make sure that you suit up, you show up, and you move the ball. Thank you for listening to Move the Ball. To see more about what I'm up to and how I can help you to move the ball, check out my website at www.jenniferagarrett.com. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. And also join the Move the Ball Facebook group for even more content and to be a part of the Move the Ball movement.